Welcome, everyone, to Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. As you know, I like to serve, and i got two wonderful servants for their business and for other businesses, for medium, small businesses. You've all heard of ERTC or ERC, and they've got some unique ways that they're helping businesses and serving them. Michael and Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you, Thank Steve. You, Steve. Great to be here. Well, let's get I'm squeezed started. between two Steves. Yes, you are. <laughs> it's a good thing. Let's get an ERC, ERTC. What's that about? And what are people going to learn? Okay. Um, you know, ERC is employee retention credits. Uh, a year ago, that was a foreign term that almost no one had heard of. And now a lot of people are becoming much more familiar because you're having Chamber of Commerce, you're having other types of organizations that are realizing that businesses are still struggling because this was all created under the CARES Act um, under, that was 2020, and it was created with the PPP loan money. So there was two programs built under the same piece of legislation by Congress to make sure that businesses, the lifeblood of America, uh, were able to stay floating when back then we didn't know you know, there was no vaccine even on the horizon back then. Uh, we, you know, so this is really a system designed um, not just to, to help businesses stay going, but to replenish or recover or refund the amount of money that, I mean, I, I call them second responders. The, the entrepreneurs, the business owners that reached into their pocket. And many of them, because I've worked with over 5,000 of these business owners, okay, over 2,000 of them have already been paid on all six quarters, and they are done, and they are, you know, if, I, I call them the Irish jig, because when they get all six checks that come from U.S. Department of Treasury, I get everything from people screaming in my ear that they are so excited with their businesses is being propped up, their, their capital fund is being replenished. Uh, and I get the other end where people are so happy they're crying because they're like, you just don't understand that this is keeping our business going. And not just business for the business owner's family, but the family of the employees that all businesses create. That's what's really great about this. That's awesome. And it's great information. But who qualifies? Small, medium, large? Who can we help? Uh, small and medium businesses up to about 500 employees all the way down to one full-time W-2 employee. That's easy enough. Mm -hmm. How do you guys manage that? This is complex. When you, I used to work with a government recycling company, so I sure. got paid through them. How do you guys walk people through this journey with ERTC? Well, the first thing to do is to find out if they're eligible. And that part has been made significantly easier because we have an online application. It takes the average business owner like 12 minutes to complete some questions. And those questions are really going to find out whether they, number one, had a revenue reduction that qualified them for these benefits. That was what was created under the original CARES Act. But then the other two eligibility tests that most tax professionals and bookkeepers and even payroll experts missed was the two pieces of legislation that came up in 2021, the Consolidated Appropriation Act of 21 and the American Rescue Plan Act of 21. Both of those made retroactive changes to the CARES Act, but most people didn't track those changes. They are significant. And about 80% of businesses now will qualify for at least one quarter. And 
that can be significant. There's no reason why they would not want to find out if this grant money, because this is, you have to understand, this is not coming to them as taxable income. This is a refund as a tax credit of payroll taxes that the business owner has already sent into the IRS. So they are refunding you. Therefore, it's not a taxable event. And there's no, this is not a loan. So it's not like PPP or anything like that that you have to worry about a repayment. There's no interest rate because it's not a loan. You're not repaying it. And the nicest thing about it is there's no restrictions on it. And no restrictions mean that the business owner, if they pull that money to pay their employees out of their retirement account, uh, if they took a second on their mortgage, because I know this has happened because they wanted to keep those employees that they loved and cared about that are part of their business, they wanted to make sure that they were able to still feed their family and take care of their obligations. So this money can go back to repay or uh, re-top up, if you want to call that. Um, but if you wanted to put it back in your operating capital account for your business, or you wanted to take a vacation, there's literally no restrictions whatsoever that you can use the ERC money for. Those famous three letters, I... R-S, scare people. They do. And as I had mentioned, I've worked with over 5,000 of them as a troubleshooter on the end of their claims. And what happens is when your checks are mailed to you, guess who the IRS hands the checks off to? U.S. Postal Service. So a check is coming from the U.S. Department of Treasury being carried by the U.S. Postal Service. Well, Everybody knows that putting a stamp on something to send it to U.S. Postal Service, not always going to get to the right place as quickly as we wanted it to. So I have worked through those 5,000, over 2,000 of them troubleshooting all kinds of issues at the end, okay, where they've already qualified, the IRS has already approved their tax credit, and now the tax credits have to make it to the actual business owner for them to deposit it. Um, so when I tell them, hey, you need to call the IRS to let them know that that check was sent out six months ago by your transcript. And they're like, oh, my God, I have to call the IRS. And then when they get on the phone with them, I will tell you that they have added so many people to the IRS's call center. They are professionals. Um, they don't always have the perfect answer you want to hear, but they do have a logical process. And I have not seen anyone complain of talking to some scary, rude, obnoxious IRS agent. In fact, it's the opposite of that. I'm getting excited. I wish I had a company. <laughs> I want to get my ERC, which I didn't, but that's okay. We're going to help many others, and that's my goal of my podcast. Um, tell a story, because uh, this, again, it's complex. Sure. What's, wh what's one thing that you want to tell the audience and listeners they need to be aware of with ERC or help them to move forward to talk to you? Because again, too good to be true. We talked about it before the show. Sure. A lot of people talk about that. I've heard that. And you're saying some great things to right. make it simple. Because if it's simple for people with this quick test, you qualify and all that. What's one thing that you've heard that people worry about that you can answer? Uh, one thing, I, I mean, yeah, I feel like I've been... Uh, 10 years and only it's been uh, about a, a year and a half uh, for me, but it's, you know, we've really been burning candles at all ends because we have a deadline. We want to make sure that everyone that does need this uh, gets submitted uh, before the deadline closes. So that's 
the thing that's been having us work overtime. Um, I think the biggest thing is, is that people, they want a crystal ball. Uh, they want to know, like, there are simplified answers, and there's not. The, the eligibility test that we have online takes 12 minutes. And a lot of people say, well, Steve, I want to set up a call with you, and I have, you know, 200 what-if questions. I'm fine with fielding those 200 questions, but first find out if you're eligible. Because 20% of the time, the system is going to kick you out and say, no, you don't have a suspension problem. Uh, you were an essential business, let's say. You had no revenue reduction. And this isn't for you. So that way, it, it doesn't waste your time. And that's the most important thing. Business owners don't have enough time. Uh, I've been a business owner my entire career. So what we don't want to do is waste their time. So finishing that eligibility is the first. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. The understanding the suspension test uh, from government mandates, that's the biggest thing that's the aha, is that every single person in the country, every state, had either a federal shutdown on a full or part-time yes. basis. Everyone did. For many of much of 2020, and then depending on your state, every state had different kind of rollback programs. So, you know, Florida and Texas were kind of like the tip of the spear where they kind of mask off and no six foot uh, and everybody go back to business uh, ASAP, where other states really laid back from a uh, contagion problem with Omicron, all those kind of things rolling up. And so they really wanted to stay back in the weeds and make sure they were protecting their citizens. And it was just a judgment call. So I'm not saying which was right or wrong, but different states and different businesses. So that's where the mandatory shutdowns come in. So you qualify for ERC, whether it was a federal shutdown, whether it was a state shutdown, or even if it was a local city shutdown. Yeah. So, you know, if you live in Salt Lake City or New York City or LA, okay, and you had the mayor saying, hey, folks, either A, you have to board your business up, or B, you're a restaurant, and we're telling you no more dine in. We can't do it. Well, that's a partial suspension of your business because even though you could do curb pickup and takeout, your dine-in was more than a nominal impact yeah. of your business. That's what this is designed to help those businesses qualify for these tax credits. It's great information. Um, how do you and Michael work together on this? Well, uh, Michael is uh, kind of, I guess you would say he's, he's kind of my mentor. Um, uh, former, uh, former active duty Air Force, served our country. Um, he's actually uh, uh, the same age as my father, served in the Marine Corps. <laughs> and so, uh, but, so he's, he's one of my mentors. So we work together. Um, Federal Payroll Tax Recovery is uh, the firm that we work with together. And there's just so many business owners that need help. Um, you know, Michael and I have known each other for, for quite a while. And he just said, man, I want to lock arms with you because this is the kind of stuff in the, uh, that I want to do to make a difference in America and make a difference in the business owners. So we work together. Okay. Yeah, Steve. So I would say that I'm the affiliate evangelist for, okay. for Steve. And, uh, uh, we got this vertical that we're focused on with ERC, but we also, I talked to the people about the, 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 the horizontal right now and the horizontal is the runway. We have a runway that extends till next April. So we need to get everybody that can see if they qualify in the funnel 
so they don't miss the, you know, they don't crash on the runway. They get a launch off the runway before the runway ends. Awesome. I was going right. to talk about the deadline. So the deadline's April when? April 15, 2024. So it's right. a little more than a year away. And that's important. I think that's one question. I'm glad you mentioned that, Michael, that I get asked. I hear there's a deadline. I don't have the answer. Now I do. So I can share it with them and share this, this show with them. I think that's an important distinction because people all oh, wait, I'll get to it. I don't have time to get to my paperwork. I'll get you my paperwork, which you all have to do. How can we, who should they reach out to both of you? Uh, the listeners on the show or you tell me, you tell my listeners who they want, they should reach out to. Well, Michael is, you know, Michael's kind of like the tip of the spear. I, I am, am more, I would say, uh, kind of operations where I kind of make sure that uh, everything functions right from the online application standpoint. And then we have a team of individuals that once someone completes their application, number one, they may need a, a, some time with Michael and myself. Number one, number two, they're going to bump into some problems, let's say with um, I don't know how to get my payroll summary off my QuickBooks or how do I request it from ADP or QuickBooks, Gusto uh, or, uh, mm -hmm. you know, paychecks, any of these great uh, payroll companies. Um, and, and then, uh, you know, asking about the 941s, you know, um, we go through and we do all of, I'll use underwriting since I've been in the financial industry for 35, almost 40 years now. And so we create a full financial underwriting package that we send in to the actual company that does the analysis, okay? So this company is the largest company in the United States. They've completed over 40,000 businesses mm. in the last 15 months. So that's $6 billion in refunds that have already been completed. So this is not a startup operation where someone decided, hey, I think I'm gonna get in on this, which there are a lot of these companies at the very last, and even some of them have good intentions. But this is not something that you need to trust because the, comp uh, the complex calculations is really what I would call the secret sauce, okay? Um, can your CPA do it? Absolutely. Um, is this something that CPAs want to do? No. They tell me time and again, Steve, this is not my niche. I have to do everything and understand the entire 75,000 pages of the Internal Revenue Code. This 175 pages of ERC is too specific. Um, it's too, um, what would you call it, niche, that you really need more experience. And 40,000 at-bats means that we have the experience. We have seen more what-ifs, unique scenarios. And we also have created a board of advisors that include um, a federal, a former federal attorney general, as well as a sitting attorney general in the state of Utah right now. And we, they joined our advisory board because both of them have a background in finance from, you know, working at a federal level and the state level. And I think that's important because when you look at the pedigree of the company that's going to do your complex calculations, not only do you want them to understand the tax legal standpoint, the accounting CPA bookkeeping standpoint, also the payroll standpoint. And those three dimensions have to be taken together to be comprehensive. And if you're just doing one of the dimensions, you're going to miss something. And that's we don't want business owners to suffer for. I love that. So since you're the tip of the spear, the point of contact, Michael, can you do a shout out how people can reach out to you? 
Yeah, they can uh, right now. They can reach uh, reach me at four zero eight two three four zero zero four five, or they can reach me at uh, https colon backslash backslash infone dot co slash ms coach, and they can get a hold of me. The ms coach is also shows part of my uh, real estate affiliation, but basically I'm focused on ERC for the next twenty four months. I mean the next twelve months. Sure, fantastic. Um, so you mentioned CPAs. Are there any other partners that you're looking for besides CPAs that don't want to do the ERC that you want to connect with to help their clients guide through the ERC? Like financial advisor? I mean, financial financial advisors um, and um, investment planners. Okay. This is, you have to think about this. And I've spoken with a couple of my friends that run hedge funds. If on average, we're talking about nine to 10 employees that we are able to get them an average return of somewhere between 275,000 to $300,000, okay? And that's assuming they didn't get PPP loan money. So if they got PPP loan money, we will do the proper offsetting. So it'll be less. So you, you don't wanna double dip, you wanna follow all the complex calculations. And we do, we do all that for you. But from uh, whether it's a financial advisor or investment advisor, this capital, when it comes back in, if it's not being used necessarily to rebuild um, the company's uh, war chest, let's call it, okay? Or to repay the business owner that had to dig into their own pockets or their retirement account. Um, let's say they had the capital to do it. This comes back to them and can uh, be used as an opportunity to invest um, because it's a windfall. It's money they didn't expect to get, didn't know they had coming. And so this is... Um, uh, you know, it's an opportunity. And I see, I've spoken with a lot of individuals, even financial uh, individuals, and they say, you know, um, I don't know if this is something that I particularly have a loss in my business. And I said, well, do you know businesses that did have a loss? Yes. How about uh, nonprofits? How about your church? Are they suffering? Yeah. I said, okay, so if you get this refund back to you, it's not a taxable event. So there's no income tax due on it. Okay, it's a tax credit as a refund. You can take that and give it to your favorite 501c3 um, charity and help them. You give it to the St. Jude's organization, a great cancer organization. Give it to your local church that's suffering that needs to help other people. This has every opportunity to do all of the above. It's a great gift. And that's what you're talking about. And you guys walk them through that. And, and as you said earlier, a lot of people don't know about this. And you've really broken it down what people do and audience i beg you i challenge you reach out to michael just do the test 12 minutes of your day could be hundreds of thousands in your pocket which again i've got to find a company i was part of to get a piece of this because this is awesome and you do it quite well as i've told you guys there's a lot of people that do it but you've guys really broken it down to simplify it for people um steve you wrote a book i love to give my audience some Great sure. wisdom and advice. What'd you write and what was the book about and why? Um, well, uh, I'll just show you a quick copy of it there. So Beyond Success, um, I was um, privileged to be able to write about a story of my life back in 2019. Um, and what I basically outlined is when life gets difficult, what do you use as the motivator to keep you putting your boots on the deck again, Okay. It, for me, uh, just not steal necessarily the, the end because everyone won't have a chance to read the book. 
but mine was called a gravestone experience. And through those difficult days that I was going through and my family got broken apart and I, you know, wasn't able to stay with my children. Um, and going through those difficulties, one of the things that kept me going is thinking about what I wanted on my gravestone. And I had two options. I think we all have two options. My first option was um, my children would write, here lies an average man like everyone else. The other option was a shorter epitaph that just said worthy. And every day, I think, even when I get knocked down and I'm tired and I feel like, man, I, have, I, I can't go any further, right? We're helping so many people with ERC, and the, the hours are long, the weeks are longer. And I think, you know, I don't want my children to ever think when dad's gone that he just did average performance. I want them to have in their soul that he did something that was above and beyond that made his life worthy. Um, so that's what I wrote the book about. That's what I get up every day for. A great book, great message. So thank you for writing that book. God bless you. Uh, anything else you guys want to share? We're at the end of our time here. Anything oh, else that we missed? Go ahead, Michael. Steve, I think what connected uh, uh, Steve and I was we're both veterans. And I think we connected on veterans. There's veterans businesses out there that need help. There's patriotic businesses out there that need need help. And we need to get this message out because like everything, uh, life's a war a little bit. And I think everybody feels a little beat up. And with the ERC um, opportunity that presents itself to all the businesses out there, uh, all the veterans can make a decision, uh, make a difference. And we can help other veterans uh, recover their businesses where they invested in when they got out of the service. And they wanted to give back. Now we can give back so they can continue to give back. Great message. Great mission. Thank you both for your service. And thank you for being on the show. This has been fantastic. I've learned a lot about ERC. Again, I'm going to say for the third time, I got to find a company that I could get this. But if you haven't, if you got a company, reach out to Michael, get connected, spend 12 minutes of your life. It'll be well worth it. Even if you don't know, you know that you're not getting it, but at least know that you are qualified or not. With that being said, uh, Steve, what piece of advice can you give my listeners that's helped you through your journey that could give, they could help them in their journey in life and business? Wow. Um, I, I think it all comes back um, to that concept that Simon Sinek kind of jumped out um, 10 years ago. Um, it's called the golden circle. If you haven't watched that um, Ted talk that he did, he's now a you know major platform speaker. And I think he's do all, all of that recognition, but um, everybody talks about what they do. They talk about how they do it. But I think we've spent time here um, talking about why we do it, whether it's helping veterans, whether it's helping American businesses, uh, all those end up helping America. And I think with everything that is being, you know, um, the difficulties, uh, real estate looks like it's starting to drop after, you know, exceptional rises, um, interest rates, inflation is skyrocketing. Uh, there's all kinds of political issues, uh, you know, the war in Ukraine, there's all these things that are, are causing a lot of unrest. And at the end of the day, America has got to maintain itself as the shining hope of this world. 